0: All right, here we go. Well, folks, I'm broadcasting live from Janesville, Wisconsin. Larry started out the day in Chicago. <clears throat> we, got, we had set this for nine, and then I moved it to 10, and we decided to go ahead and get started because I've had a long day. Um, maybe you're wondering, Chris, why are you in Janesville, Wisconsin? Well, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm here to pick up an abandoned truck. Uh, never had to do that in all of my 25 years. Uh, now I have picked up a couple of trucks that have been abandoned like early in my career. Uh, my very first truck, by the way, was an abandoned truck and I picked it up in Sevierville, Tennessee. And, uh, boy, you talk about a mess. So, um, you know, the kind of rough and dirty details here are we hired a guy, spent a weekend with him. He hauled one load, called us. I don't want to do this. Oh, okay. he didn't
1: call us. He just texted us. Oh, that's
0: me. right. Now, no phone call, just a text. Um, you know, hey, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to do this, uh, anymore. And we're like, okay, we'll get you a load back to West Virginia. Yeah, well, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bring it back. And okay, well, we gave him twenty four hours to think about that, and he didn't think very well. And um, so I drove five hundred and eighty miles today in a rental car. I gotta to drive to drop it off at the airport and then Uber back. So this is gonna be a very expensive. Um I mean it's easily gonna be six, eight hundred dollars by the time we're done, you know, deadheading the truck back and rental car and hotel and uh, I mean I felt like reading a disclaimer. You know, like when when people will will say something really offensive and get chastised for it, and then they'll come out with an apology. I thought about just start with the apology up front. Listen, I'm really I'm really sorry about all the things that I said on episode 135, and I'm gonna reflect and and think about my choices and and just go ahead and get it out of the way because I am fired the f up. Um, it's just nonsense. What kind of chicken? Never mind. <clears throat> what kind of loser um, well you know. wait, let's let's give go the background
1: ahead. because we didn't just hire the guy. okay that's not what happened all right well that's true go so, ahead let's give the background okay so as is usually the case people find out about what we do and when they're up you know when they're up to their ass in alligators and they can't think they can can last another minute they call us and want us to help bail them out now, this particular case, this was a two-and-a-half-year BCO. Um, had a 2016 t a. Was it that long? Two-and-a-half years. I've got it in my notes oh, right here. Okay. So, um, well, here's my notes. It was a BCO before for two-and-a-half years. So, and he's been, he who's back for one year. So, this is his second time.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: Now he's um, he's eighty three thousand dollars into a T six eighty, and told us in the interview that he was out of money. His maintenance fund was gone. He didn't. He, they weren't getting him any. Um, he wasn't getting any any. You know, any, any getting any freight and uh, and his trucks down and and broke down and he, he was just he was just going to let the leasing company come take his truck. So he, he abandoned the truck that he was leasing. The leasing company had to come get it. That should have been our first red flag, by the way, Chris. Um, 100%. So Landstar, because we always insist that people that we hire give their previous employer a full uh, a notice period, two weeks, ten days, whatever it is
0: that's customary. Um, and we Have we ever gotten a two-week notice? Well, yeah, Seth, the guy that still freaking works here.
1: (laughs) We we've got a couple that've been very close. William was really close, and Christian was really close, and see, we have, but just people that you know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Besides the point. So, um, so we 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 question you know well, and understand something. When we're talking to a former BCO, we're very very suspicious. Because and we told this individual that uh, no one, no, no BCO has ever come here and succeeded except the one that's in the picture next to me right now. Um, that's and, me. That, and that, um, you know, we were pretty much done with with messing with BCOs. Um, but this guy was walking away from, you know, he he had learned his lesson. He wanted to start all over again. Uh, Chris, you could read his, uh, his, uh, his application to us there. Um, he was, he was ready to, to, to find the error of his ways and, and oh yeah, straighten up and fly right and do it right this time. And <clears throat> which is what they all say, you know, right. when they're, when they're down and out and are desperate, uh, you say anything you can say to, to, to get somebody to help you. So, um, so we, we, we to bring him on. Okay. Uh, we had an open truck, didn't like we had to come up with a truck. And um, we brought him down to West Virginia. We um, spent three days with him. Um, you know, and the, the, and, and, and more than once I had to kind of say, because we, 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 there was more than one person in the room. And I kind of said, look, we need to all be adults here. You guys are in this room because you failed. Okay, the, the only reason you're here is because you failed. You, you, you wouldn't be asking us to help you if you hadn't failed. So, we're not going to talk about what you did. Let's talk about what we're going to do. Okay? <clears throat> and so... um Damn, I just got <laughs> tickled. <my throat> All right.
0: So, Phil, I turned my mic down a little bit. Is that better? <clears throat> so... um,
1: we're talking about different things you know and a couple of times he's kind of pushing back a little bit you know and i have to remind him again i'm like dude you know and, I, and chris i think you jumped in there for a second one time and so look you're talking to somebody here that's done we've done this successfully for years i've been in business for 50 years you've been doing this for 25 years you know what, what we're what you're here to learn is how we do things we're not, you're not here to teach us how you did things. Cause obviously that didn't work out very well. did it? Right.
0: One hundred percent. So,
1: um, so anyway, we, uh, we finished with this guy. We put him in a <laughs> in truck. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I've gotten joked up tonight. Um, I don't I think, blame you. I think that six, $800 price that you said <laughs> is
0: going down hard. Well, Here's what always amazes me in these scenarios, especially with former BCOs. They already understand the Landstar system. So we're really not, or at least we feel like, we're not having to completely start at zero as we with someone who has never been at Landstar. You know, they kind of understand the system. They, 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 they're not completely clueless. And the amount of time that we have spent, at least a whole weekend, and and it's long days and we talk and 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 Larry has presentations and spreadsheets and I, I mean he gets into the quickbooks and he shows you the real numbers from each truck we can tell you Larry can tell you to the penny what a truck has made this year what it's spent on fuel I mean, and we'll put that stuff up there's nothing is hidden here and the number of times that we spend two or three days me away from my family, Larry away from, uh, Mary Lou and and his furry children, you know? Um, and then they walk out the door and it's like, yeah, screw y'all. Um, excuse me. We paid for your meals. And a lot of times we paid for their transportation, which I'm getting about done with that. I'm about done paying for their motels and paying for their drinks and paying for their foods. I want to tell them, all right, if you can get here, And you can come up with a loaf of bread and a pound of bologna. Um, Come on in and we'll. In a a pub tent. Yeah. And we'll give you all the information. And if you do something with it, then go do something with it. But I'm tired of spending thousands of dollars um, on this orientation process. And due to pause one load. And, oh, yeah, I can't can't do this. Well, you couldn't have figured that shit out before you left. Oh, the Mm -hmm. truck was your ride home. Got it. You know, so, I mean, we've said over and over again, never again, never another BCO, uh, failed BCO. I really want want to make sure we're keying in on that word failed BCO because y'all, I'm going full screen because I want this to make it on TikTok. Hear me clearly. If you fail in business, guess whose fault it is? Yours. It's not Landstar's fault. It's not the agent's fault. It's not the government's fault. It's not Larry's fault. It's nobody's fault but you. So if you can man up enough and be mature enough to say, you know what, I tried it and it didn't work, um, and the common denominator is me, I failed, and now I'm going to have to figure out how to do something different so I don't fail again. So maybe that's a big part of this process is, as so clearly evidenced and cataloged and detailed, What caught Larry's eye was the day that I raised my hand and said, it was me. It wasn't and nobody else to blame, but me. And that was the difference. And all of this exists because one day I was willing to set my pride aside and say, it was me. I can't blame Landstar. I can't blame the agents. I can't blame the customers. I can't blame Trump or Biden or Obama or the governor or whatever. It was me. I did this. I'm the one to blame and I'm the one to fix it. Well, and, and they'll do that.
1: They'll do that. But, but you, you, their words don't mean anything, Chris, you know, because again, they they've gotten themselves to a point where they need somebody to help them. So they'll come on they'll say whatever they think we wanted to hear. Okay. But they can't, they can't shake the bonds that that bind them you know they they what what they've done they can't not do and they're and I think deep down inside they're really disappointed when they come here and find out the only difference between us and what they did is that we just work, you know we yep. just work we we use, we use math, we use the b s nine thousand you know and, and I didn't
0: bring it with me, I meant to bring it with me because I just wanted to have that picture you know, but and be I all got, right. I've got some, you've got a couple.
1: Here. So, yeah. so you know, we don't, we don't, it, it, it's not, we give it all away. We give it away on the, on the, on the podcast, you know, there's, you, you're not going to come here and get a secret handshake, you know, and get a password to a different load board or, or get all of a sudden our freight pays a lot more, you know, no, we just work just work harder. We, we, we work efficiently. We work smart. We make right decisions. We do business. That's what we do. We do business. All right. <laughs> we just do business, you know, <laughs> but we do it the way business people do business, not the way truck drivers do it. Thank you. And, uh, and there's, there's no, there's no, but that's the part that they, they, they get here and they find out how hard they, and how many times have we told them before they get here. This will be the hardest thing you've ever done in your life. Have I said that out of my mouth one time? i said it a thousand Every time. times. Every this time. This will be the hardest thing you've ever done. Here's another one I love. They get here. We go through all this. They decide they can't do this. And it's not there. They can't even take They don't even have the balls to say it's me. My wife and I talked about this. and We've decided that this is not the best thing for us. Mm-hmm. Bitch, your wife didn't have nothing to do with it. If your wife knew how, what a loser you were and what opportunity you had here, she'd be the last one telling you, you know, to, to, do, to do them. But anyway, um, uh, here, 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 here's, here's just the thing, okay? Um, I, I've told the story about how I got to Landstar to begin with and how disappointed I was when I got to Landstar. And I saw that all the people that I held in high esteem because I only managed to see the very upper crust every year in Kansas City when at, at, mm-hmm. at, Kevin's, at Kevin's thing, I saw, I saw you know the guys that can afford to go to that. Those are the guys that were making the money. Those are the guys that were doing okay. And when yeah. I came to Landstar and I was in a class full of nuts taught by a nut you know, there's there I was so disappointed, and and I and I and I still do tell I me mean, I listen I love Landstar. And until I can replace it with, um, double L star or, or, or Luna star,
0: uh, <laughs> I like that. Write that down, know, somebody.
1: If I, until I can replace it, I'm, I'm here, but right. by God, it, it makes too God much we sense. We deal with 11,000 other fucking morons, you know?
0: I mean, well, Mason, Mason brought, I like land star, but personally I want my own authority. Okay. Get out your BSE 9000, okay? Two things about business, building relationships, managing risk, okay? Now, you can do the relationship thing anywhere, right? You can do it at home. You can do it at work with your friends. But the managing risk part is where Landstar has all this beat. I got an email this week from a, a guy. It was, it was kind of a, hey, I wish I'd have found y'all sooner, um, we had our own authority, we had four trucks down to two, we've suspended the authority cause we can't afford the insurance. Um, it, it's, it, when you do the math, okay. And, and I did this last week, I just, I just dove into the cat cause the market has shifted. Okay. And if you haven't noticed the market has shifted, you're living under a rock. All right. I, it's not as easy for me to find the $2,000 day loads. I find them you know, but they, they're not falling out of the sky like they were six months ago. Okay. So I had to reevaluate and look, okay, well, what are the real costs? Okay. The real cost to lease a truck to Landstar for one year is about $8,000. Lease a truck to Landstar and don't pull a load with it for 365 days. It's going to cost you $8,000. So you got fixed costs, you got fuel, you got maintenance, you got driver salary. And then you have other associated tolls and scales and printers and paper and, you know. But I figured up to run a truck full time, you were looking at around $215,000 minimum cost. It doesn't matter what the load paid. It doesn't matter what was in the trailer. It didn't matter how much the load, what the weight of the load was. If you worked a truck full time every day, 50 weeks out of the year, it was going to cost you north of $200,000 and that's with no truck payment by the way so now you can control your fuel and your fuel purchasing and you can make you can swing that by about 25 grand just in ch- choices of where to buy fuel and and how to run your fuel right but you're going if you're going to run a truck full time in 2022 at $5 a gallon fuel you're going to spend a couple hundred thousand dollars well you better go out and make 300 right? You better go out and make 325. How are you going to make 325? It's not whining and bitching and complaining about what one load out of the year. I mean, my God, we do five loads a week times 250 loads a year. Do you think I give a damn that one load pays $1,000? No, because it got me to the next one that paid $3,000. But you have a minimum cost here, okay? Well, go look into what's going to be your minimum cost as having your authority. And I promise you the BSE 9000 is going to tell you that at best it's a wash even at best. I don't believe it is. Um, I don't Hmm. think you're going to make as much money, as much revenue with your own authority. And I don't believe you're going to have as low a cost.
1: Well, you can't control some of the qualities. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, there's hamburgers and then there's hamburgers. Okay. Uh, some are made with ground beef. That's, that's got Wagyu beef in it. Some are made with (laughs) cow's ass. Okay.
0: Horse, horse meat.
1: They're both called burgers, but there's a difference. You can, you can, uh, you can, you can get by, you can, you can have your authority and, uh, and, and, let some of the details go, some of, some of the regulations go, some of the first-year you know, uh, safety audit things go for a while, but until, until, they, until you can't, until you don't. Um, the, 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 the one thing about coming to Landstar is that you know for a fact when you lay your head on, on the pillow at night that everything that's being done is being done absolutely correctly by the book to the penny, to the letter. You, you never have to worry about things not being done fully compliant to keep you uh out of uh, handcuffs okay uh i have seen I, i've i've met a lot of truck drivers and a lot of fleeing owners and a lot of people and i will tell you right now i've seen very few of them that i would trust to do my regulatory paperwork that 100%. i would trust to do my accounting okay so i you know all this noise about how many trucks you got and, and you'll make this anybody could have made anybody could have came in trucking in the past two years and made a shitload of money. Okay? Mm-hmm. That wasn't hard to do. Let's nope. see what let's see what you do this year and next year. Okay? And let's see if you get through the for the uh what what's it called? The, the first uh first year audit. There I forget the name of it. Yeah. When you have your authority. And the other thing too is uh I mean um my the fuel discounts and the insurance costs, to right there together, usually will make the Landstar thing a uh, a no a no a no uh, a no uh, no, uh, no brainer, right? You know, um, because of the 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 discounts in those two areas. But now, you know, like, hey, I'm I not, wanna... I'm not trying to tell you not to do your own authority. It's just for most people, they they're not on top of their game. They they barely. I, I find very few truck drivers are even are even doing their own thing right, much less doing it with authority. you know right. they're not even leasing a truck and doing everything right.
0: So uh, I remember I remember years ago this just popped in my head. I remember Dave Ramsey took this call and he said, you know, if you're a uh, if you're a labor and delivery nurse, you're going to be exposed to more infant mortality than anybody else. And so it's easy for you to think and because you're looking narrow, my, narrow, focused on something. So obviously we're biased. I'm not going to, I mean, we're at Landstar. We want to be at Landstar. We choose to be at Landstar. Landstar. Our estimation his 46 years of business, my 25 years of trucking. We say, based on experience, that Landstar is the best place to be to manage risk and manage cost. Okay, but here's the thing. If you have a dream of owning a real trucking company, trucks and trailers and you know your own yard, and you want to build a trucking company, well, yeah, you're probably going to have to do that with your own authority at some point. But you got to understand that our, our what we see, and I don't know how many people has come through since March of 2018 when I started here. It's 25, 30, whatever. I maybe have seen two people that would be, that I, like he said, that I would trust to pass that audit. The bookkeeping, the accounting, the accounting for everything. Um, I mean, hell, y'all, I can barely get people to put their fuel receipt in Dropbox. I mean, you, you pick up your damn phone and take a picture, and I can't get them to do that. Why would I be led to believe that your average walk person – American walking down the road could survive the first year as their authority when all of the detail that it takes, and that's habits. You know, I, I drove that rental car up here and I got gas twice. And before I pulled away from the pump, I had that receipt scanned in a drought box because it's a habit. There's never a question when the American express bill comes through, he's got a folder full of those receipts. If you can't do that, you're not going to make it in the extra level of detail that I'm not sure is monetarily worth it. Right? It's you're, you're you 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 have to, and this is something that Larry taught me. You have to value your time. Just because you can do it yourself and not have to pay someone to do it, well, I can do it for free. Well, no, you didn't. It took time. And your time has a value because you could, you could be spending that time on your motorcycle. You could spend that time with your family. You could spend that time doing a plethora of other things that you're not assigning a value to because then what happens if you want to hire somebody to do that for you? Well, now you got to come out of your pocket and pay somebody and hope that they can give you the value that, that you presented to yourself. So it's not a black and white issue for me, but it is in the respect that from my seat, what I have seen trying to bring through these people through this and change their identity and get them to start looking at themselves as business owners and not truck drivers. Most people are not going to survive that first year because they're not going to be disciplined enough to do what it takes to survive with your authority. And we've had people in the comment section over the last year or so. Well, I've got my own authority. Hey, man, congratulations. If you're doing it and doing it well, and you've been doing it more than two years, my hat is off to you. Congratulations. You have my absolute respect and admiration. But I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to say nine out of ten Americans have no business getting their own authority because they don't realize what it's going to take.
1: Let me give you the most recent numbers that I got from ATBS not long ago. Matter of fact, they got it at the BCO days. What's that mm-hmm. been a month ago or less? Something like that. The average owner operator with authority in this country last year made just shy of $70,000. Real money. Okay. Real mm-hmm. money. The average BCO that used ATBS made $105,000. Both well, using and ATBS, one with authority, one's not. Also, the trend right now is for people that are giving up their authority and going back and leasing onto a carrier.
0: <clears throat> yep.
1: So that tells me something. So, um, well, you can't
0: but- you can't throw away, like you said, tire and fuel discounts. The the buying power of being connected to a larger entity when it comes to insurance, tires, and fuel. You you can't do that as a single. Yeah, you can join. What's a conastic or or whatever, you know. But we've had what four trucks totaled. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've had four trucks totaled since I've been here. Um, our insurance hasn't gone up a penny.
1: Nor because we've we been order. canceled, or no have. Nor do, do we can't hire anybody. Right. Whoever uh, we hire that's approved by Landstar can drive a truck, and it doesn't cost us any more, or any less. Um, so anyway, I don't want to get into a, 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 right. a argument over over whether land starts better than having your authority. That's up to you. I will tell you this: I'm a business person. I do accounting. I could tell you right now that I have met met very very few people that even know if they're making any money. They think they do because they've got right. money in pocket. But uh, and then you start pulling peeling the onion back, and you find out well, they haven't done this. They haven't done that. They, you know um so it it's it it's it's one thing to for it's a, uh to have appearances as though you're making money it's another thing when uh, let's let's just let's just see what the what you're reporting to the irs and what stands up to audit okay and then beyond that let's see how much reserve you have let's see how much what your retirement account you know there's just so many things that you just kick down the road. How many people have we have come to us, Chris? They are now fifty-five and sixty years old. They can't rub two nickels together. Okay, they made money. A bunch of them. They made money all their life. They just don't have any. So all this noise about being in about having your own authority, and making money—that's great. How much are you putting away? How much are you saving? How much can you write a check for? You know.
0: Sidebar: Have you seen this uh, documentary that Dave Ramsey and Mike Rowe dropped on YouTube last week? It's time. all about the stu- It's all about the student loan thing, right? And yeah. and I only got to watch the first few minutes of it. And I got distracted or something. But one of the things they said in there is if if they've got all the receipts, they've got all the video evidence of all these people onto the today's show. So, oh, but if you get a college degree, you'll make a million dollars more in your lifetime. And it was an yeah. absolute bag of sure. dirt, of you know. And and I see this as no different. Well, if you want to be a real truck driver, real owner operator, you get your shut up. Just shut up. I got trucks. We own them. We operate them. We're owner-operators. You don't like it? Pound sand. Now, we haven't even gotten to the topic and the title of this episode. So we probably ought to go there because that's an even better story from this week. More than necessary.
1: uh, You know, last week we were bitching about a fleet owner that uh, wanted us to help him straighten his fleet out. And uh, you heard that story. And, And this week... We It's all about BCOs or other operators who work for the BCOs that approach us and want us to help them out because things aren't working out very well with them. So this next story is that, okay, we have an operator who is working for a BCO who for whatever reason, it didn't work out, Uh truck went away, you know, the normal story, the person won't fix the truck, wh- whatever, who knows what it is but uh but anyway again with um you know with with a little bit of of a skeptical attitude you know we talked to this fellow, and uh he's got an extensive background in business uh had been a contractor in the um, one of the trades for a number of years and uh wanted to try getting into trucking like everybody wanted to last year you know i think i think the pope wanted to get in trucking last year at some point in time but um So, um, you know, we, uh, we have a pretty good zoom meeting with him and we think that we've got everything resolved and we explain our program to him. And, um, lo and behold, like the next morning we get this, this, uh, extended, uh, text from him. He's trying to negotiate his, uh, because he is experienced and he is better than our other candidates. He deserves to come here at a better deal um so we had to deal with that pretty quickly um you know uh, we don't have a deal here you know our deal here is that landstar makes something the driver makes something we make something if there's a truck owner involved they make something and that's a delicate balance it's a win 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 okay you want to make more money here haul more loads all right right so um so we had to deal with that and um and, and then before we could get him here, let, we, we were going to put on a special orientation just for him because I was going to be in Chicago, okay? Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to be here. Chris was going to have to give up his weekend and do this thing kind of just one-on-one, and then we were going to bring him back and recycle him into the next orientation in November. But somewhere along the way, <clears throat> we just sort of looked at each other and we said, you know what? usually when you're talking to someone like this you're getting their best act up front you know you don't third act is usually not better than the first act you know the uh what do you call the movie the re uh, not a remake but uh when you have sequel, the three, sequel the sequel is never as good as the original so um we're in the sequel now you know and i'm thinking i don't i don't know i'm I, you know i just don't i don't think this is what we're looking to do so we kind of told
0: him well well this this started when i booked a load right because i'm looking ahead i knew he was supposed to be here friday we were going to spend saturday together kind of getting brushed up and then bring him back later for a full orientation so i'm looking for good loads well a great load popped up from one of our favorite agents um it was multi-stop And it had some driver assist. It was Windows, you know, which I did for seven years. Um, It's not rocket science, right? But before I booked it, I called him. And I'm like, hey, uh, where are you at on multi-stop driver assist? And he asked me some questions. And I answered those questions. And I'm like, you know, this is what I did. And, you know, you got to understand in this market, these direct shipper loads are going to pay more than... Taking your chances on the spot market, and and so you know it's it's important um, that we take care of these of these customers in in this time. And he was like, "Okay, I'll do it." So I called the agent, I booked the load, and, and it was the next day. He was like, "Hey, did did you pass on that load?" And I'm like, "No, no, I booked it." Oh, uh, you know, I'm not looking to be responsible for freight. More than necessary. <laughs> any which, no, any more than necessary. Yeah. <clears throat> and to which I responded, more than necessary should probably be our mission statement. Um, well that's after I responded, and, and to I said, Unfortunately,
1: we're responsible all the time for all the right.
0: correct. <laughs> and you know, that was the understanding and when I and I'm like, okay, more than necessary is, is 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 how you build those relationships and you're you're gonna do if you're gonna stay in business, you're going to be successful. You are going to do more than is necessary. That's that's how this works. So it was so
1: ironic because this other I mean, the the people who come here and have failed. It's because they did not do what was necessary. Mm -hmm. Okay. They, they did only what they wanted to do. They didn't do what was required of them to do. Okay. Either by the customer, by the truck, whatever. And here we, we got a guy here that wants to come here. And the first thing out of his mouth is, well, I really don't want to do anything more than necessary. So I immediately told Chris, I said, Hey, put the brakes on this deal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and, uh, because that's exactly what we don't want here. The, the difference between what we do and what everybody else does is we do everything that's necessary and then more. Mm-hmm. And that's how we stay in business. And that's how we have relationships and that's how we have money in the bank. And that's how we save money on fuel. Okay. Because we do more than what's necessary. We teach our guys to, to do more than what's necessary to just get the job done. And, and if that's going to be your attitude coming in,
0: guess what? We really don't need you. And right. that's exactly what we told the guy. You and know? I, and I, and I said, look, man, you know what? I, I think while we're still friends, you know, let's just, let's just put the brakes on here. Let's not go down this road. You know, I mean, talk about more than necessary. All right. I have guys that pay me to dispatch for them. They pay Larry for some accounting and business advice. They pay me to pick their loads. One of my guys breaks down in Houston. I've got a little story about this on TikTok. Clutch is out. The Steelership in Knoxville, Tennessee, y'all can figure out who it is, tells him it's on the work order. Um, uh, uh, back order, clutch is back ordered, no ETA. So they don't know when they're going to get it. They have, they don't have a clutch. They tell him "Ah, probably three weeks. Well, I ain't going to let that sit. So I start making some phone calls and I'm, I'm going to Google and I'm searching heavy truck repair and I made three phone calls. The first guy was supposed to call me back. Didn't the second guy was like, look, man, I'd love to help you, but I can't get to you the middle of next week. I said, do you know anybody else that you trust? And he goes, yeah, I'm going to give you the name of a mobile guy. He doesn't have a shop, but he's mobile which I'm thinking Carl, <laughs> you know, and I called this guy and I said, Hey, can you do a clutch? And he was like, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't have a shop. And I'm like, okay, well, what do you charge? And he was like 12 to 1500 bucks. I'm like, okay, well, you're half of the dealership. Shock. Um, shock. Can't can't believe neck and you, no, no, no. Well, well, rewind first. I called a guy that I know that works at a freight dealership. And I said, hey, man, here's the VIN number. Look up his clutch for me. He looks it up, and he proceeds to tell me, well, there's 63 in Atlanta, and there's 207 in Memphis, and every PDC except Reno, Nevada, has them in stock. Um, there's five of the Alliance uh, aftermarket in Dallas, and there's like 270 of the new ones scattered throughout the country. I said, well. I said, this other dealership said that uh, they didn't have me. It was on national back And he's like, well, that's bull. He's like, because I can show you the list of where they're all at. I said, okay. So then I tell the driver, I'm like, look, you're going to have to go press these guys because this is BS. This is bull. I don't know why they're telling you they can't get to clutch, but they can absolutely get to clutch because it's available everywhere. And I had all the part numbers uh, for the three different clutches. So I end up calling this guy. And, he's, and I said, I've got, I can give you the part numbers. And he's like, okay, not a problem. I give him the VIN number, I give him the part numbers. Y'all, he goes to the dealership that told my guy it was three weeks and bought the son of the bitch off of their shelf and installed it in his truck. And the truck picked up a load this past Friday. And I think it broke down Monday, Sunday, Monday morning early is when it broke down. They told him three weeks. I had him hauling freight on Friday because these lying sons of bitches at these parts departments. I don't know what I don't know why. I'm not going to speculate as why. I don't know if maybe it's they don't have the labor to do it. So they're coming up with this BS excuse. Well, we don't have the clothes. We can't do it. So we'll just have to sit here for three weeks and go broke. But now I didn't have to do that. That was more than necessary. It's not anywhere in my contract, and I need to find parts and service for you. But I found it because I've been down this road too many times with these with these, these jackass morons at these shops. And we had the truck rolling in five days. Oh, by the way,
1: $2,500 cheaper than the I was going to say, Thank not to mention much. the $2,500, you saved the guy.
0: Yeah, my Christmas bonus <laughs> better be lit. Hint, hint. Yeah. Look, I mean... I've always been kind of wired that way. My, my parents had a crazy, crazy work ethic. You know, they just worked until it was too dark to see. So I was, that was modeled for me growing up. But I've always jumped in and, you know, I mean, the, 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 we could sit here on this podcast and tell stories for hours about all the times that we have gotten stuff done when it seemed impossible, you know, of, Oh my gosh, we're stuck on a load or we can't get an appointment or, and every single time we have worked through it because we're willing to do more than is necessary. We're not going to go on Facebook. Well, when's Landstar going to solve my problem? And let me tell you what that gets you. I tried solving a problem on Landstar Facebook group when we went to the truck show and I tried to cover the load for the, for the, for the customer so they wouldn't have to fool with it. And these, and these ignorant, selfish, jackass morons in the Landstar Facebook group, well, it's going to sit there Do you get back for that money. Okay, well, one of our mentoring clients jumped in and covered it, you know, um, more than necessary. That's the name of the game. That's how you succeed in business is doing more than necessary.
1: Haven't, haven't I done a good job teaching this guy? Huh? Does this not make you proud to see him? <clears throat> I mean, I used to have to say all this stuff on the podcast. Now I just sit back and smile. Let him go. Well,
0: there's a high probability that my blood pressure is like 275 over. I'd say so. You know, I'd say um, so. Listen, I promise you, there's at least 10 places I would rather be than this damn motel in Janesville, Wisconsin. I I, will. I tell you, I tell you what, I'd love to have been doing tonight (laughs) walking down the street in the neighborhood doing trick or treat with my kids. That would have been awesome. I think you should go trigger
1: treat at a certain house near Janesville tonight, Carrie. <laughs> we uh, love you too. You're the my wife. <laughs> my wife's watching. You know, be careful. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, you know, I tell you, it's it's. Um, well, let me just say this to you: if you're a BCO right now and you're talking to somebody in Janesville, Wisconsin about driving one of your trucks, please don't. stop. Please, don't no, no, no. Honest, okay, no, don't do it. <laughs> call us and let me talk to you first okay um but uh harson <laughs> that's the auburn football coach yeah i yeah. think you're getting ready to hire ours okay we laid an egg in tennessee mm-hmm. so uh we're gonna let you guys have our coach now evidently so um, uh-huh. well you know it's, it's <clears throat> we said it over and over and over again what we do here is there's no secret here the only thing we do here is that we just make decisions that are based on factual information, not feeling, not emotion, not what looks good. What think. you know, we just don't make decisions that way. And, and we don't run our business this way. You know, we're, you know, I see some of these other things and I wonder, and people call us lunatics, you know, I mean, my God, oh, we're the most normal people I know in this industry. Okay. This whole industry is fucking lunatics. We're not, you know? No worries. And, you know, I, I'm not going to say his name, okay? But there's a guy on Facebook that's really, really big into Volvo. And, and, and to buy one of these trucks, it's $250,000, okay, to haul freight, all right? Now, he's a company driver. He didn't pay for it. But if you're going to pay $250,000 for a truck to haul freight, that we can haul in a, in a truck for $50,000 or less. And you think that's the right thing to do. You're the lunatic, not me.
0: Right. I mean, just saying, <clears throat> just saying. obviously there's, there's something about quality. You know, I put a hood and stuff on Rocky's truck and he bought me a set of those Milwaukee drills and impact guns. And listen, that's life changing. It, it, there's Milwaukee and then there's Harbor Freight.
1: Okay. He's so, he's so easy to please Karen. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how you deal with him. Okay. Listen, just throw him a bone once in a while.
0: I didn't start with that. I started with Harbor Freight. Yeah. You know, I started with whatever I could get my hands on to do the job. That's what I started with. And. You know.
1: (laughs) That's funny.
0: Which. Talk Which about one, Larry? Atlanta. The one with the wicked smile, or the stand, or on the, the one with the glasses? One the
1: glasses? Here, let's do this.
0: Oh, okay. I You know what? That thing has been sitting there the whole time, and I never saw it. There Not he one is. Time.
1: There he is. So, well, this is Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody.
0: Yeah, I didn't think about that. So, <sighs> you,
1: did, you mean you didn't notice this the whole time? No. No. Nope. And you're talking about other people not being attentive to details. Um,
0: I just am surprised at the amount of listen when we get done with an orientation weekend. I I'm am e- I'm exhausted mentally, yeah. not so much physically. I mean, I'm tired, mentally wiped out. Yeah, after a, an orientation weekend. I mean, Lord, you've been to trucking orientations. I mean, God almighty, it's like watching paint dry. And we're pouring out and pouring out and pouring out and giving information and giving anecdotal and give, you, we're giving it all. And I get that you come out and you don't remember every detail. I get that. That's why we do a review. Um, But so many times it's like it didn't even happen. You know, it's like, well, hell, we could have stayed home, you know, um,
1: and, and kept the money in our pocket. Oh, I I'm hate to tell you, I'm going to hate to tell you what we spent this year on hotel bills and, and I don't want to know. Orientations. Okay.
0: I don't want to oh. know. Yeah. Well, Cause it's a big, big number.
1: It absolutely is. Um, but I mean, that's part of it. We, under, we get it, but it, it's just that guys look, you know, we don't hire truck drivers, okay? We are not interested in giving you a job, you know? I, 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 and we've said this a thousand times. If you want to learn the business of trucking, if you want to learn how to stay in business, and all, all this other talk about authority, that's not even our, the, our gig. Our gig is taking the first time owner-operator buying his first truck and keeping the son of a bitch in business for a couple of years. That's not all we're trying to do. Yeah. And there's no way on God's green earth that you're going to do that with your own authority, okay? If you are, you're the lunatic, all right? So that's all we're here to do is to, is to save somebody the trouble. You know, we were, we were kind of crying in our beer a little bit over this, you know, the fact that we struck out two times here in, in a week and, and, uh, and we had high hopes. And, and Seth, you know, our, always our guy who grounds us, you know, he goes, well, remember this. You know, what we're here to do is to let people come in here and see what it's like without spending the $250,000 or whatever Mm -hmm. and then finding out this is not what they want to do. So I guess that's true, Seth, and I guess that's a great way of looking at it. But my God, it's costing me a fortune to have people come find this out. Okay? Yeah. Can half of you come and hang out for a little while, you know, make a little money, you know? Is it it asking too much, you know?
0: Yeah. At least let us make the hotel bill back. You know, Oh,
1: shit. Yeah, and oh, so uh, anyway, the the uh, at the end of the day, we thought we were full. We thought we were booked up and had our trucks all loaded up. I done called Gene Barnett and said, "Hey, Gene, send me one of these trucks you're trying to get rid of." And we were planning on, and now we got two 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 empty seats. So, but we we don't we're not looking for truck drivers. We we don't. If you're a BCO, please don't call. We're not. We're never talking to another BCO. That's a rule. OK, we're not going to break it. I'll fire the next person who hires a BCO. OK, they'll have his job. So uh, you heard it here. So uh, we're not we're not we're not taking wore out trash and trying to make it work. OK, what we want is a guy who's a company driver, been a company driver for a long time, dreamed dreamed own his own truck, understands the ignorance of doing a lease purchase, a fleece purchase, a predatory lending. Spending two hundred fifty thousand dollars for a new truck, that guy, okay, that thinks there's got to be a better way. That's who our guy is. And then we'll bring you here and we'll show you exactly how. We'll give you everything. We'll give you everything it takes, okay. And then you look up in a couple of years, you would be a Richie Matthews that he came here when he's twenty three years old, and now he's owned, owns his own truck. Guy's gonna be a gazillionaire, you know. If he's not, we'll kick his ass, okay. <laughs> But uh, can you imagine going back to your 24 years old, Chris, and knowing what doing what we do? Right oh,
0: now? oh,
1: brother, oh, buddy, you know. So um, that's all we're doing here, okay? But I listen if if you're an, if you're a know it all truck driver and you and you're at Landstar and you're a BCO and the scent, and the axis of the universe passes through your precious little head, please don't call us, okay? Please don't waste my time. A so what's BCO, BCO?
0: <laughs> is Landstar's fancy name for an owner operator. Business Capacity Owner? Yeah. Operate. B- yeah. Business ca- Business Capacity Owner. Owner.
1: It's the guy who owns the truck. At yeah. Landstar. Well, we've got some other use, things we can use that acronym for, but probably get in trouble if I did it. Yeah,
0: so. let's not do that. Yeah.
1: Um, but look, if you're if you're if you're a company driver and you think being an owner operator is the way to go. Then first of all, let's talk about it. It's not for everybody, okay? We'll tell you right. We don't. We never try to talk anybody into coming here ever. Most of the time, we talk more people out of coming here than come here, okay? Because Chris had warned him right up front in the interview. So look, you, you know, put your chip, put your teeth guard in, because we're going to hit you right square in the mouth, you know? Yeah.
0: Uh, and, Which even makes so, it more crazy. I mean, our interview process is aggressive. Um. <laughs> Yes, it you is. know, and it's not aggressive trying to sweet talk you and, you know, oh, please come here. It's like, listen, uh, you know, listen, it, it, don't do it. If you're, you know, oh, yeah, I want to do it. I want to do it. I want to do it. And then they get a taste. Oh, I don't want to do it, which is partly why we we have this program. You know, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. He don't need. I don't know which way I'm pointing. He don't need this. Okay. Yeah. He's got plenty of money, you know, he, I need this desperately. Okay. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm broke. Okay. If I don't have this, but we do this to give people the opportunity to not experience what I did, what okay. my wife did, what my kids did, what my family did. That's why we do this because if you do trucking business correctly, it will make you a millionaire. If you do it wrong, it will make you bankrupt. Quickly. And lots of people And most do people it do wrong. it wrong.
1: Most people yep. do it wrong. Okay. most. That's why, guess what? The statistic we throw out all the time, nine out of 10 people who try this for the first time fail. All right. Nine out of 10. But you're going to call me and you're going to be the one that, you're the, you're the magical one that that, 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 that that didn't fit the statistic yeah well that had that hadn't helped that hadn't worked here okay that hadn't worked we've there.
0: got a report here from our news correspondent richie matthews uh the rates are about to go up once these guys shut down tomorrow to show the brokers who's boss is it tomorrow um, i think so we I got s- a plan
1: we got a work stoppage going on tomorrow yeah, you know I uh the you know I I've drove to to Naperville this weekend up there and back and the whole of course all this unfolded while we're doing this so in my mind I've given this podcast now about four or five times so I think I've already said everything so you know <laughs> I had I, I was really good okay I was really good but unfortunately I didn't record it so
0: uh oh oh wow. Oh. Oh. Karen's back. You both are transparent. These people have no clue what you both pour into this program of business. That's 100%. Uh, now, are you digitized? You must be new around here. Um, absolutely not. You suggest people lease op? One, well, let's talk about terminology here. Well, I, you I, can, I, I, you can, we're, we're lease operators. I, he, he, I, that's, that's, that's where I'm going. Okay. Let's Let's make the terminology clear you can take a truck that you own and lease it on to a carrier, or you can lease a truck from L O A N mountain or the carrier or the carrier worse, 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 much worse. We have a, that go back through our, our uh, feed. um, And there's, I don't know the number, but it's Larry long unleashed is the title. And we got a hold of a big carrier contract and just go watch that, and that'll tell you all you need to know about what we think about lease uh, lease purchase programs, where you take a truck from a carrier, or you lease it from somebody, massive debt, massive risk. We teach people to pay cash for an old truck. 03 to 07 Freightliner is the best truck because it's cheap and easy to work on. Um, we, we have Richie a lot says, of people. Episode 96.
1: Yeah. We have a lot of people, I guess, that listen to the podcast. I guess, you know, we're, listen, in the last 28 days on TikTok, we've got 1.2 million views. Is that the right number?
0: Chris? Yeah. So About half of I, them are Larry.
1: I I, <laughs> I know that we got a lot of new people here, but if you're going to listen to this podcast, you got to go back into your homework. Okay. You got to go back and listen, because we devote entire podcasts to these different topics. And you're going to ask the question here and you're going to get a short answer. And when and it's out there, okay. The the information is there. Just go look at our list of episodes and find the ones that cover your topic. But let me let me cover yours real quickly, okay. If if you're talking about doing a lease purchase uh, to get it to to buy a truck to obtain a truck, um, there are very. I mean, listen. When you use words like never and always, most of the time you have to eat those words at some point in time in your life. Let me tell you one you'll never have to eat. You should never, ever, 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 ever lease a truck from the company who gives you your freight, okay? So I think you should never lease a truck, period. You should pay cash for it, okay? Because if you're leasing a truck, it means you haven't got any money. If you haven't got any money, you ought not be going in business. You know, listen, it's not a truck driver's privilege or entitlement to own a truck, it's just not, all right? It's just not. You know, if you're going to buy a truck, you're buying a business. You need to have money. If you don't have money, don't do it. You don't go into debt to open a business. That's why most people fail. They got no friggin' money. And they can't make any correct decisions because they're broke. They do things that desperate people do. And desperate people make desperate, desperate decisions, okay? So it's it's a bad idea, all right? Save your money, go pay cash for a truck, have some money left over in the bank, and go into business like a business goes into business. If you can't go down to your bank right now and talk them in to give uh, helping you get into business, there's a reason why, because mm-hmm. you ought not do it, okay? A leasing company is not your friend. A carrier, a, a trucking company is not your friend. They make more money off leasing trucks than they do off hauling freight. OK, bad idea. It just because you drive a truck does not mean that you're going to own one one day. You're, you're probably not. You're probably not. So and in and, and the next year, about 25 percent of those of you who do own trucks are going to lose them. Now, some of you are, are, are trying to be cute with it and, and put them on Facebook and go, I'm selling this because I'm going to get into a different industry. I'm tired of this. No, you're not. You're broke. OK, you can't compete. The rates will not support your stupid business model, and so now you're going to back out and try to fool everybody into thinking that you're you're fed up with this, or you're going to do this, or you're going to do that. No, it didn't. You got too much truck. You're broke. You shouldn't have had a truck to begin with. <clears throat> so no, uh, now I did so did I make myself clear enough? Or did I need to go over <laughs> yeah. this again?
0: All right, let's roll through a couple of questions. Uh, the older Volvo's are gold, guys. Check them out. You won't be sorry you did. We have a two thousand. We have
1: a a 99 and we have a 2003 and, uh, they are gold, especially if you go to Volvo and try to buy parts for one of them. But, (laughs) uh, but you're right. We, 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 you know, they, they've got Detroit. What makes them gold is the fact that they got Detroit engines in them and we can get them worked on in our network. The Volvo part. Yeah, that's okay. But listen, we need a couple of door panel inside door panels for one of them. And they're 800 freaking dollars a piece. Okay, no. so really, you could take that Volvo nameplate and stick it where the sun doesn't shine. As far as I'm concerned, but anyway,
0: I like. I drove our Volvo for a long time, and and it is great. Who's oh. this video?
1: <laughs> Sorry,
0: Jesus we, help.
1: And I haven't been drinking tonight. <laughs> Videos, guys, not volvos. All right. Well, anyway, we told you.
0: What Thanks, volvo's Phil. Do. Appreciate that.
1: The older videos are go go. Well, thank you very much, sir. I appreciate that. Uh, The older older (sighs) Volvos are gold too in some areas, but (laughs) Lord
0: have mercy. (sighs) Moving along, (laughs) Evan says, God almighty, what an idiot. (laughs) And you didn't stop me. That's that, that's which is why we have the comment section. I saw the same thing. I'm sorry, but. I swear, too. To, God, yeah, I did too. I swear to God that says. um, well, real quick. So I think ours is a 2000, but anyway, 99, 2000,
1: it's a 99. I'm pretty sure it doesn't matter. No, anyway, in 99 to 2003. Truck. You can, you could get a Detroit engine in that Volvo before, Correct. uh, before, um, uh, Daimler Benz bought Detroit and took it off the market. Right. So yes, we anything. Listen, if you buy a three seven nine Peterbilt, it's got a Detroit engine in it. It's better than if you if you had the 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 Cat, right? Uh, and the same thing with the Volvo. It, it's better because it's got the Detroit still Volvo. Okay, uh, they turn on a dime. Chris likes them because it's like driving a,
0: a, ter- a zero turn radius mower. Oh yeah. Um, listen, but- y'all. I got out of the classic eighty four inch bunk for whatever reason. And I jumped in that Volvo and holy crap, um, it's incredible. They ride great. I just ride like a dream, like floating on air. They turn awesome. It's like driving a day cab. I hate finding parts for them. Um, now we've got an O three O two or O three that has the D 12. Now personally with our, we haven't had it very long. It's owned by another guy. He's a big Volvo guy. He loves them. Um, Jerry's still out on the D12. We're getting terrible fuel mileage, but we think it's a bad charge air cooler. Um, the guy, who, again, owns the we're truck,
1: not, the guy who owns the truck has, has another one, and he's getting eight plus. Right. We're not, but we think <laughs> we got a we think we got a charge air cooler that's that's bad. So we we'll
0: So I mean, if 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 uh if you present me a ninety nine O three Volvo with a Volvo or Detroit, I prefer Detroit. I um, mean, it's in good shape, and I can pick it up for the right price. Hell, yeah, I'm going to buy it because it's a fantastic fuel. Market. If that truck's driven correctly, it's a nine-mile-a-gallon truck, okay? Yes. All right, so moving along, Evan says, I've seen a couple of International Eagles with Detroit's in them. Haven't had a chance to look at parts prices. What do you think? I l- personally, as now, again, this is a driver. I like the 9400 International. As long as you get the one with the tall sleeper for aerodynamics, they're great, fantastic trucks. I have zero experience buying parts for them. And with a lot of the changes and challenges that international has had over the last few years dealing with the Max Force debacle, I'm not sure how much they're investing in um the parts and stuff, you know, with the with with the older trucks. So it's a it's a big question mark. But again. You show me a 9400 that's got the right gears, the right transmission, and a Detroit and a tall sleeper, probably going to get it.
1: And, and let's not forget what you just said there, because everybody here is talking about a truck with an engine. That's only half, the, half the, the equation, guys. If it's not spec'd properly, you know, if it's not got the right gears, it, I don't care what the engine is. You're not going to get fuel mileage right. out of it. So True. let's not forget that. And every truck I've ever looked at, the person selling it does not know what the gear ratio is. All right? So it's not like it's just everybody buys them that way. Nobody even knows what they are. They just buy them and go, well, you know, this thing's not getting very good fuel mileage. I wonder why, you know? So, well, it's got 390s in. All right? That's probably the reason why. So <laughs> do the rest of the homework. And, the, yes, the engine is what we want. But if, if, if the drive line's not spec for fuel mileage, then you're, you're still going to have an uphill battle, you know, to, to get it there. So
0: uh, I forgot. Phil's driving a newer International. Um, and I remember him talking about a headlight or something on there. It was stupid, stupid, stupid expensive. Hmm. Um, but again, I mean, y'all, the Freightliner with the exception of Knoxville, um, we've got a pretty good relationship with our local internet, Freightliner dealer. And I've got a, another guy, uh, that I can use. Um, uh, we haven't had any issues finding parts for our 99 to 2007 Columbia's and centuries, uh, super cheap parts. Um, super easy to work on. They're not complicated. Um, uh, next question. This is an interesting one. 10 count stories. Would you consider a 17 to 20 freight liner if we paid cash? Well, Larry said many times, I don't, I don't care what you buy as long as you pay cash. Now in this market today, you're talking about 150 grand for that 17 to 20. I'm not sure even if I had the cash, I'm going to, uh, because that if, uh, let's say there's a 2020 sitting on a lot right now for 150, I promise you in six months going to be 90. Yeah, I, 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 I would now, if, if,
1: if this is your first truck, it's definitely a no, it's a hard yeah. no. If you already have a truck and you're, and you're going to pay cash for this and your experience, you've already got your business built up and this is like a, an improvement for your, for for creature comfort that's a different story. I go along with it, but, but, uh, I I need to know more about the details, but I'm not, listen, I'm not crazy about spending more money for a tool than it it needs to be. Okay. Um, you know, uh, I, I, y'all heard the story about the $20,000 wedding. I didn't have to have an expensive camera to do that wedding. I did that camera the same way, same did that wedding with the same camera. I did every other wedding with, okay they didn't care what I showed up with, what the name of it was, what the strap said. They, they, they wanted it. They wanted me to be there. Okay. So, uh, let's don't get, let's don't get the cart behind, you know, in front of the horse here. Uh, it's not that important. You know, what's important is you making money and putting money in the bank. If this, if you can do this and still have a retirement account and put money in the bank and maybe, but if this is going to keep you from doing any of those other things, I would I would advi- advise against it. You don't need a hundred and fifty thousand dollar bubble gum machine to sell bubble gum to kids that a fifty dollar bubble gum machine will do the same thing. No different. Business is business. Let's don't complicate it with trucks and and diesel and chrome and all that. that. That just complicates it. That puts emotion into it. It doesn't belong there. Make a business decision based on numbers only.
0: And the other, the other kind of intangible with a seventeen to twenty Freightliner is emissions problems, modules. Um, my God, you know, no the, fuses, no fuses. Everything. Yeah, it's you know, it's, it, it, it's just a lot of. Um, if you can pay cash, if
1: you can pay cash for that, go pay cash for an 07 and keep the rest of the cash
0: in the bank. Okay, mm-hmm. do something with that cash. So. Evan says, My company 2020 LT has horrible shaking problems, and we've thrown the parts cannon at it, and nothing's fixed it yet. I know who can fix it. His name's Rocky Rockefeller, and he's in Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and, he's on, and he's watching. He's, he's here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rocky's here. Um, uh, it's, we had a guy come to the event that had been everywhere, you know, and had a vibration vibrate. We tried everything. We tried everything. And I, dude, I'm telling you, it was within ten minutes. Rocky was like, "Bad kingpin, right there, right there is the problem." You know. So mm-hmm. I promise you, if you got a vibration issue, you take it to Rocky, and he'll find it in probably ten minutes. North Florida MD alignment,
1: in uh, – is it, is he? It, it's not in Jacksonville. He's Augusta. I mean, what? Saint Augustine? No, ja- well, Jacksonville, Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah.
0: Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a ninety-seven <laughs> ball. <laughs> I could make panels for it with stuff from Hobby Lobby. Well, we'll make a
1: couple of them and sell them to them for fifty bucks a piece. We'll buy them from. Them. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Um, now I'm told by our Volvo guy that we can use the newer panels that they'll fit. So that that means I could get them from junkyard. But trying to find the actual two thousand model. See, I was taint, I w- I own. was
1: right. See, Jack Saint Augustine.
0: Yeah. Well, I would hope that if a bunch of truck drivers could find Jacksonville on a map, they'd get close to St. Augustine. Mm-hmm. But, you know, given past experience, I'm not so sure. You assume a lot. <sighs> yep. Yeah. My eighth grade science teacher told me what, what happens when you assume. You make an ass out of you and me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I need five people. Okay right now, if I had five with a work ethic with um, some commitment some willingness to look at things from a different perspective to, to, to change their identity and learn how to make a million dollars in eight or ten years as an owner operator and, and, and maybe buy more trucks and build a fleet. I mean, we have the perfect system here to teach you that. Um, but what's and we're, a, not, I, we're not,
1: we're not, we're not talking about making a million dollars before expenses. If you right. listen to what we say, we'll put a million dollars in your pocket, in your bank account in 10, 12 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's with one truck with one truck.
0: Rocky mm-hmm. asked, what are y'all hearing on fuel shortages? I'd heard there were some truck stops out of fuel in North Carolina. So let's, Tucker Carlson the other day went on this diatribe about and freaked everybody out cuz look T- Tucker Carlson's a big name and a lot of people listen to him and a lot of people um trust him. I wouldn't trust him for than I could throw him. But sensationalism sells and this is a great opportunity if you have a political mindset to take shots at Uncle Joe, okay? Um, yes, there is an issue where the 25 day reserve or something is low, but it was like that in 2008. Um, we've seen fuel so- shortages and truck stops out of fuel over the last two years. We've got a whole damn storage unit full of death fluid because everybody was screaming. Oh, there's not going to be any death, there's not gonna be any." Death. We had one truck and I mean, my, well, we got 15 gallons of that shit.
1: Yeah, if, y'all need, if y'all need someone, we'll make you deal on it. Okay? Yeah.
0: Come by West Virginia. I'll sell you some deaf. Cheap. We were told not going to get any oil, not going to get any oil. I got 255 gallon drums sitting in the storage unit, you know, and, and still, it's still not materialized. So um, I would not believe anything. What's election day? November 8th. A week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. I wouldn't believe anything on the television for the next eight days. Uh, because you talk about slinging some horse shit. They are going to be in fifth gear overdrive for the next seven days until this election's over. Uh, so, yeah, and it might uh, have
1: been over until January. Okay.
0: So, God almighty.
1: Um, so now, if you're, now, if you're at Landstar, okay, there is a really, really good article that Pilot Flying J sent to Greg Nelson at Landstar that goes into this in depth and put a lot of people at ease. So if you're at Landstar, go to the Landstar uh, official page and just search Greg Nelson and Fuel, and it'll pop up. Did you see it, Chris? I did not. Well, you need to do that too. So
0: I will go look for it. I've been busy today. Uh, You know, um, man, the market's complicated you know, and, and I just have a really hard time based on experience. You know, I remember Katrina was 2005, right? Um, my wife was pregnant with our oldest at that time. And I worked for a guy and I rented a house from him driving a wrecker and our house was right beside his record lot. And he lived right in front of us. And I really, really respected him as a businessman and all this stuff. Well, Katrina hits and knocks out a bunch of refinery. Okay, it's 2005. And he yeah. comes to the house. We didn't have that great of a relationship, but we talked occasionally. He comes to the house, knocks on the door. Hey, hey, you be, you better go fill up. I'm like, what? Yeah, you, you need to go fill up right now. Um, and the fuel had spiked up to three like 25 a gallon, right? And everybody freaked out. So my dumbass took three vehicles, including a pickup truck that held like 50 gallons and drove my dumbass over to the gas station and filled every one of them up because it's going to be $5 tomorrow and it's going to be $10 by next week. Well, guess what happened a week later? It went back down to like a buck 80. So that burned me pretty good into in buying into the hype of, oh, we're all going to die. Just stop, just turn it off. You know, best thing you can do. Well, is I, I just spread the word because everybody go home, park their truck.
1: And was, <laughs> hell yeah. It's going to, we're going to run out of, tell everybody tomorrow. We're running out of diesel fuel. You got to park your truck. Um, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <clears throat> your truck drivers more than anybody should understand the toilet paper scare. Okay.
0: Well, and somebody said something about that. I actually got a comment removed on Instagram for hate speech because they were talking about this. And, um, and somebody was like, Oh, there's going to be panic buying. I'm like, the only reason will be panic buying is because Americans are too stupid watching much television. And that got my, that got my that hate speech. You know, you can't say that Americans are stupid because if you do, you get moderated because, you know, you just can't say that. So well, now,
1: now you can, cause Elon Musk bought the damn company. So
0: that was Instagram, not Twitter
1: well they're all
0: so well we've gone an hour and 13 and we've done some damage and i've got a very 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 long day tomorrow um so i'm ready to shut her down if you are i think we've covered all of the comments apologize if we missed one but i've tried to stay up on. hopefully
1: we'll be back on a positive note next week because i think we've run out of things to bitch about but uh (laughs) just so happened that the last couple of uh I'm looking at the calendar, Chris, to see what's coming up. Next weekend, we are on Monday night again because you're going to be in Tennessee.
0: That is correct.
1: uh, We're on Monday night next week at 9 o'clock. So, And then uh, the week after that, we're in orientation again. So we'll be on Saturday night. So um, anyway, Monday night next week, Saturday night, the weekend after that. Uh, then I think we're in. Uh, I think we're in Thanksgiving, and uh, I'll be in oh West Palm gosh. Beach. I'll be in West Palm Beach, but we'll. I'll still do the podcast on Sunday night. So
0: I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving, dude. That's insane. I know. I know. That's crazy.
1: <sighs> All right, um, guys. Well, uh, thanks everybody. Uh, hey, listen, I've got a a TikTok that's like at four hundred ninety thousand. And I, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be pissed if I can't get to 500.
0: Y'all, it's tearing so him up.
1: I need you guys to get on there and get me to 500,000 at TikTok, okay? So I would never. have. I don't even know why I care. But when Chris called me the other day and said, "Hey, you've got a TikTok. It's at 300,000," I started following it. Then I'm like, "Come on!" I'm like a horse race. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. I got my program wiped up. In my hand. Let's go, baby. So now we're like four eighty nine or something. So um, yeah, and it's not even that great of a TikTok, honestly. I don't even know why why that one, why that one, you know.
0: You were talking about OPS. That's what that's what got it.
1: Yeah, um, but
0: let's go right up, run them right up. Uh-huh.
1: Um,
0: all right, y'all. Well, we will see y'all next Monday at nine p.m. Everybody, be happy good. Halloween! We'll
1: everybody, be safe out there. We'll see you next week. Okay, thanks for listening. Thanks for all you do. Hey, and don't forget Pittsburgh Power. Put the banner up pittsburgh they might audit this come on put the banner up so we don't lose our our sponsorship we're sponsored by pittsburgh power okay ops products max miles we do have those in stock in hurricane west virginia so yes we do ride by and we will fix you up or we'll ship it to you just ask phil we'll ship it to you like right away overnight
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) all
1: right guys have a good one okay talk to you next week thanks
0: see y'all